Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, go on then. All right. Do you remember the film The Christmas Story? Is that the one where boy gets his tongue stuck on the... Uh, on yeah, the... that that one. Yeah, the, yeah okay. So the main... he's going to go blind. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> All right. So the main character in that, that little boy, I forget, his, I forget yeah. his name. He went on to be one of the producers of the Iron Man film. Shut up. He's also... In uh-huh. the Iron Man film. Is he? Yes. So if you recall the scene where uh-huh. Tony Stark built this in a cave with a bunch of scraps. Yeah. And the guy goes, I'm sorry, but I'm not Tony Stark. Not Tony Stark. Yeah. That's him. <gasps> and he also went I'm to go on. watch this now. And he also went on to be in no, no, um, um, Far From Home and put Spider-Man on the road to nowhere home. So boom, Christmas story. There you go. MC, one full Christmas story, there would be no MCU. Boom, I said that. <laughs> that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. My brain is frazzled. And that's like go. continuing a, a trend this whole weekend. Welcome to, and that's why we messed up, the podcast talking about nerdery, geekism, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I am one of your awesome, amazing hosts, Shannas. Hello. I also have next to me, Booker Red. Big man. Yeah. I, 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 I is good. Can't complain. How's everyone else doing? I hope we're doing okay because I'm going over and check with the, my other boy. It's impressive. What's up? I'm okay. I'm okay. I am alive and well yep. and doing swell. Don't know why I said that. What? That? I love that rhyme in there. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I didn't, didn't like that. No, Cut, start again, start again. No, <laughs> no, 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 we're not doing, we're definitely not doing that one. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah um, hi, everybody. Uh, this week, it's my turn. And I thought, well, first off, I wanted to continue giving props to just how much of a heavyweight year the 2022 has been for horror. I know usually we like to refine horror to, you know, our Halloween episodes, but there's just been so many 
good films, good horror films, and a range of them as well. It isn't just the same, um, like the carbon copies of loads and loads of the same kind of trend of films. There's been a load of films, and just to put it in context, 2022, we have um, X, Speak No <laughs> Evil, Nope, Orphan First Kill, Bodies, 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 Halloween Ends, Men, The Hellraiser, Reboot, Redo, Re-Whatever, re uh, Scream, The Invitation, Black Phone, um, Sissy, We Had Prey, uh, A Good Night Mummy Redo, I'm going to say keep watching the original, um, don't worry, darling. Soft and quiet. The barbarian. Wendell and Wild. Werewolf by night. And that's just a couple. I could literally keep fresh. I could literally just keep going and going. And I think if I could quite literally review a horror movie for 2022, and this would take me probably into the next season. But it also got me thinking about back in the day, because of course it did. And I started thinking about uh, another time when we had a real kind of spate of really decent, crazy, upfront, mad horror. So I went to give a huge, massive kind of respect and shout out to William Castle and uh, what came out of Dark Castle Entertainment. <sighs> what? Get out of my head, sis. What? 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 Again, I, I was talking of, I was thinking about like, that a certain film in particular, I'm sure you're going to bring up. <laughs> a few days, a few days, I was literally in my head, and I was thinking about if we had done this in a podcast previously when it came to like <laughs> films like that and Thirteen Ghosts and stuff like that. But yeah, whatever, you win. I can't. Bother you <laughs> what can I say? I saw you on Saturday. You inspired me. No, in fairness, I actually have been thinking about this for quite a while. Um. So I wanted to give uh, a huge kind of like credit to uh, William Castle, uh, who actually produced Rosemary's Baby, which was new Bloody. to me in my research. Mm, yeah, that did not did not see that one coming. I did not see that coming. I was, I mean, you know, so like for those of you who don't know, William Castle was known for like his B movies and their basic, and apparently he had a reputation that he was able to churn out films competently, quickly, and on budget. And he also kind of used utilized the budget, which was quite low, to use gimmicks um, in terms of his films, so that you kind of they kind of stand out from the other kind of fare that was out there. So you had the House on Haunted Hill, which was filmed in Emerjo, mm -hmm. where it had like a skeleton with like red light sockets that floated over the audience in the final moments. Uh, you had the Tingler filmed in Percepto. Percepto, <laughs> what the? F Sounds like a it really bad Spider-Man bad guy. Percepto, yeah, Percepto. Uh, the uh, basically, so it's like it's a it's the creature that attaches itself to the human spinal cord, and they basically uh, had chairs set up in the cinemas that would tingle at certain points during uh, the filming, so you think that you were basically um, being attacked by the Tingler. Uh, 13 Ghosts filmed in Illusional <laughs> aka 3D yeah yeah well it's kind of like yeah it's, it's basically it, they called it a handheld ghost viewer slash remover so that basically a person could see the ghost looking through the red cellophane and it basically is as Bruv is right it's like early days 3D 
in the 1960s, but it's kind of not 3D because it wasn't able to replicate that effect fully. And there was also homicidal with oh, it's not it's not got the O on it. This is just called a, a fright break. The timer overlaid on the film's climax has the heron approaches the house harboring a statistic killer and it gives the audience 40 times 45 seconds to leave and get a full refund if they were too frightened to see the remainder of the film bitches <laughs> his whole thing was that he wanted to scare people then that was his uh that was i was gonna say well yeah william you, you did that and but nothing else really kind of um had as much success as rosemary's baby mm. But, you know, his impact is is well known and respected or what have you. To the point where Robert Zemeckis, you know, of uh, Back to the Future, he's one of his favourite directors. And he, with Joel Silver, created Dark Castle Entertainment. Um, so oh, this yeah, it was... was... Joel Silver, wasn't it? Yeah, it was with Joel, Joel Silver and uh, Robert you, Zemeckis. You don't, you, Dark... you don't hear Joel Silver's name anymore, do you? Nah. You don't. You don't. Sorry, what's that? What I think it has been a while since I've seen the name Joel Silver at any one of Robert's films. Yeah, I think the last time I saw that name was, was Exit Wounds. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> 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 shit being the operative word. Mm. Um... <laughs> so then we get uh, Dark Castle Entertainment in 1999, and the first film to come out of that was House on Haunted Hill. Coming just off the heels of the haunting. <laughs> you loved that movie. I did not love that film. I <laughs> no, no promise I wanted to love that fucking film. It I was, wanted oh. to like it. I wanted to like it. Just, oh. It's just Okay. It has highlights. And many lowlights. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Definitely many lowlights. <laughs> It's dark. <laughs> Solo or trip you up. You trip you up as you leave the cinema. What the hell, man? Um, yeah, I... Um, before before we, we decimate, I mean, uh, go into uh, Haunted House, uh, House on Haunted Hill. So we had, like, House on Haunted Hill, we had uh, 13 Ghosts, uh, Ghost Ship. Hey! Guys, just watch the first 10 minutes. Seriously, just only watch the first 10 minutes. There's no, watch no the whole to... film. There's some, no, some, many high... okay, no, There's okay. some highlights. I forget, we're going to need a trigger warning. We can't do that. No, There's no, some no. highlights that will elevate your viewing pleasure. Oh, we... oh my word, yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you really want to know what bruv's saying. Man tries to bang up, goes in there, elevate us sharp, and he falls down there. Oh. You're welcome. You're he was the best kid out of the whole film, let's be truthful. I'm going to see if I can find it and put it on the link in the description. <laughs> you think about it now. Which is also going to ruin my kind of search history, but that's the kind of the joys of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Is you have to look up some weird shit. Uh, yeah, just watch the first 10 minutes, seriously. Just watch the first 10 minutes. It's the point where... It's the point where... Oh, God. <laughs> it's the point where, like... You can go on YouTube now, look up like something like, I don't know, what culture horror or whatever, or one of those channels does like compilations and they'll have like, you know, top, like, what is it, like top best ever ent- en- uh, intros in horror and Ghost Ship will always come up. Doesn't matter who does it, it will always come up. And then they'll say the same thing, like, this is the best bit, it's some fantastic, yada, 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 great effects. Uh, and then the rest of the film happens. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> It's a mm-hmm. shocker. It is shockingly bad, but 
back in the day, that was big business for Warner. I I tried to get a refund on that movie. It was free, Chantel. <laughs> that's the thing. The worst thing is I came there and I, with a bowl of my grand's rice and peas, I sat in the front, I sat oh, there. Oh, don't be a stereotype, so you're better than that. Sorry, I, I had to. And I was, I was disgusted. I was like, I need a refund on that. And I was like, but you went for free. I'm like, exactly. Exactly. I don't, how do you give freeness? What do I have to give you a slap in the face? I don't know what freeness is. I, don't, oh. I mean, I didn't get a refund, but um... anyway, after that, they had Gothica. Big yep. House of Wax. That Again, un, an underappreciation. <laughs> yeah. Big man's right. That was really yeah. underappreciated. That was under, yeah. I mean, I mean, the whole, you know, one, it's, it's one of those like, you had to have been there. That was 2005 that came out. And it was one of the, the whole big promo on that was watch Paris Hilton die. I think that literally was the tagline. <laughs> was like watch Paris Hilton die and it did big business. But the truth is it wasn't a bad film. No, it had a pretty decent cast. It had a man. Pretty I, decent I, cast I, and pretty good storyline. So it yeah. wasn't too, you know, too bad. Uh Rock and Roller, which I found I was like, oh, I didn't know Dark Castle produced um or, you know, Rock and Roller. But yeah, look, it, it, I'm I'm like I said, I'm just getting I'm getting this unappreciated gem feel from, yeah. these, from this from this company because like mm. all these films were like rock and roller was a banger i don't understand it felt like oh, no that's a banger that, that is a rock and was a banger of a film and it, it didn't get any it actually got way more love way more completely. love completely i agree orphan like, came out well, that, 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 that was appreciated that's not a banger. yeah yeah uh ninja assassin came out as well that should have got more oh my god yeah <laughs> That, 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 oh my god! Oh, wow, oh wow, wow. <laughs> that film okay. was so good and oh, That makes me oh, so sad. It's such a good talk, fucking film. Talk about Rain, talk about Rain. You know you want Rain, my boy! Are oh, you beautiful uh, human being, you? Jesus Christ. Oh! That film was so good. The action scenes, are, oh, the cinematography was beautiful. Oh, you know what? I'm done. Please don't. Please don't. Wow. It was a very good film. It should have got more love. Yeah. It should have got more love, which Way it seems love. to be like, is it the legacy of Dark Castle entertainment? Should have got more love. Uh, Splice, The Losers. Yeah. We, we the... all love The Losers. But, well, uh, I'm done. <laughs> no, come back, please. You must help. Fine, I'm here. Thank you very much. Um, bullet to the head. We, we could we could do without that. Oh, that's the long one. I think that was, the, that was Stallone's one, yeah. That wasn't too bad, actually. That human... Yeah, that was. Cool, right? Stallone and... Yeah. Yeah, not, uh, a few other unknowns. But yes, that was the Stallone one. Uh, is that Get... get uh, Ethan Hawke's in the Gomez Getaway? I don't know what that one is. And up until... And Dark Castle is still going, because Orphan vs. Kill is a, is a Dark Castle. And that is a... I enjoyed that. That's yeah. definitely one of the great titles of this year. Yeah, to to be honest, everyone that I know who's seen it has been given like that. It's like, yes, you know what? It's really, pretty good. Yeah, I need better than thought. To buy now, I'm going to add that to my list. Thank you for the reminder. You are more than welcome. <laughs> but then going off of what Brad said, I feel like a lot of sometimes I find it with horror that things come out, and if, and if the timing is slightly off, you kind of miss it, and you go back to go. Actually, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was, or it's got better, or it's out of its time. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's like the fact that when I, when I look back in, in that time, like in the beginning, like, you know, 1990s, 1999 into the early 2000s, and I think about what was like, what was out there. And 
when I think of things like, I mean, like the like what lies beneath, which are my favourites. I absolutely love that. Dark and I feel City. like it's aged. Sorry. Dark City. Dark City. That Dark when it, when it, when it, when it oh first came God. out, when that film first came out, I did not, I didn't have any time for it. But then, like, one of our old acquaintances recommended it, mm, yeah, and I was yeah. like, he, he, he gave me his copy, mm. and I thought, okay, let's have a look. And I was watching, and I was like, this film's actually really good. Banger has one of the that's... best psychic fights you you could find in a in a live action film. It was it was it was, it was really good film. <laughs> it's such a it's such a damn good film and everyone in it is amazing mm. unlike unlike house and haunted hill where that's not quite the case has one of the worst lines uttered as <laughs> as dialogue because I, I need to i said i'd come back to it and i have to house on haunted hill um one of the worst lines Worst it's line not ever. my fault i was adopted oh god have real? some off-winning acting right there Tay Diggs is so much better than that. The mad, the mad thing is, is Tay Diggs is mad talented. He's a mm. singer, a dancer. You know, he was in Rent, uh, 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 Chicago. Look, the man. Ca- look, my God. <laughs> I mean, oh. the thing is, is that House on Haunted Hill. It uh, basically it's like an amusement park guy offers a group of people uh, a million, a million dollars to spend the night. In a, in a haunted house with, with a horrifying past. That's kind of it. And Jeffrey Rush, who can be excellent, is not excellent in this. Famke Janssen, who can also be excellent, is mediocre at best in this. In mediocre. fact, anyone who read the assignment was Jeffrey Coon. But to me, for horror, is, horror is, his, is, his, is his life. That's, that's him. He is horror. Yeah. Horror is he. There isn't a bad horror film he's in. Jeffrey Coom read the assignment. He is basically like since we since he knocked out the part with Reanimator, it's just he can do magnificent horror acting asleep. He he, he can. He just comes in and he dominates. And the thing is, I hate to break it to you people if you've never seen it, he's not even in it for that long. No, he, he isn't. He really it. isn't. He really isn't. And it's 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 oh my god, it's painful. And it tries to kind of be. I think looking back on it, it's like it it wanted to be gory, but it just was laughable. Mm. Actually, what was like if you want to see a good performance from him like in the modern day, what is that film he did with the dinner party and with Britney Spears? Would you rather? Yes. Check him out in that. He's fucking amazing that. He's, he's so really good, good in that. that. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot. But he's fantastic. He's just like a fine wine. I mean, he came out at the park as a vintage, but my God, has he just got better and better with age. And he's in a lot of my favorite films, including The Frighteners, which is one of my favorite films of all time. Cult classic. Before Peter Jackson really got his groove groove on with Hobbits, this. um, Heavenly Creatures and The Frighteners told you what Peter Jackson was all about. And The Frighteners, with Michael J. Fox playing against type, um, Chee McBride, John Austin, and of course Jeffrey Coop, Jeffrey Coop, and it's absolutely fantastic. If you want to see the inspiration for Ring Wraiths, that is in The Frighteners, filmed amazingly in New Zealand, and it's a it's one of my all time favorite. And Dee Wallace is in it as well. How can I forget? And Jake Boosie playing, he was really good in that too. Mm. And I 
every, but then like everyone in that was fantastic. Everyone in there was either a delight or a joy or a pleasure. Mm. Um, if you've not watched The Frighteners, please do. It's it's kind of in that in that period of time when people were trying some things out, which is what I feel like we're in again. And but because we have a we have different means to get things out there, I felt like we're seeing a faster kind of turnover, in in my opinion. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but that's just what I'm. That's my kind of comparison is that like early two thousand, like early like nineteen ninety nine into two thousands. Yeah, that was misses and in betweens. Yeah, that was like that was like the surge of like re like remakes for me. I feel like the, mm. that that era was a, that's when a lot of remakes were coming out and it came it became like commonplace and we're kind of stuck in that in a, in a weird way, for better mm. or worse. Yeah, I mean. Like the other thing that Dark Castle gave us, which I'm always grateful for, bruv, you know what it is? Thirteen ghosts. Thirteen ghosts. Two thousand one. Full disclosure. This shit. It's a terrible it's a, film, but I love it's, it. It's the pacing is bad. There are plot holes you can drive a hole through, and there is a questionable CGI moment, which is just of the time. It was 2001. Bruv, you know the moment I'm talking about. You know when the house does its thing and you get oh, and, and, whirring. And the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spinning blade. The spinning blade. It's not... That's not good. Mm. However, one of the apps... And Rod Digger's in it. I love Rod Digger. Another <laughs> girl. Oh, rest in good. peace. Mm-hmm. No, she, she's still alive. Do you know what I meant? Do you, her career or... Anyway, um, <laughs> Tony Shalob before Mark, before um, Monk was in yeah. it. Um, Shannon Elizabeth, just out of American Pie, oh, was in it. Random little kid. And of course, the heavyweight, Matthew Goddamn Motherfucking Lillard. <laughs> oh boy. Matthew Lillard in anything he's in. And once again, what he's, he's, he's on a Jeffrey Coon thing. He comes in and he makes the role his. You understand the assignment. It. He understood, he read the assignment and did the cliff notes. He even did a few extras. He's he's a shining light in a in a thing in a in a film that's mediocre at best. But what raises it back to good is practical effects. This yeah, is where this Say is again? where we sorry, what's happening, man? No, I'm saying the effects were ahead of its time for that. This is the thing. This is where I'm, I think people will agree with me and Big Man too. Um, we are aligned to James A. Janice on Dead Meat. Shout out to them. Um, practical effects will, will win the day. It will out every time. And if you want, if you have not seen 13 Ghosts, Uxler, we've warned you. The storyline's a bit rubbish, what have you. What raises the game is two things. One, the house. The, the concept of the glass house is executed beautifully. It is, it should not work and it does. And it just is a thing of absolute beauty. The costume design on the house, mwah, chef's kiss, beautiful. Second thing is the Black Zodiac, the 13 ghosts in question. Concept was amazing. And I think Brother and I have said this a few, quite a few times on probably several Halloween episodes, is that we watched the film and then we got the DVD and that raised it because you then, on the DVD, you get the extras. And I think I have definitely shared the extras excerpt on a previous episode mm-hmm. um, about the the the, um, the history behind each of the thirteen ghosts. Yeah, the origins of the ghosts were done and the origins. to perfection, oh, and they're I... all in different styles, which made Come it even better. It was just, it was oh. just so good, so good. Like, so it's, good. Like, for the type of film that ghost that thirteen ghosts was, those those 
that or those origins shouldn't have been that good. That's what I mean. Like in itself, there's like there's like a series you want to take out of it. Mm. There's something you want to take out of that. Like that would that be like I want to put that in front of a Mike Flanagan and say, take that and just do something with it, please, because it's so good. The mm. back the, the back histories, the everything to the point where I think I even I even got bruv like uh it's amazing guy on Etsy like recreated a page of the Black Zodiac and I like, got it for bruv. Yep, got the job. I was like, I can't, I can't pass this. And I think brother and I used to have our little debates. Remember, like, who was our favorite? Mm. Like, I think mine's the jackal, because that is just insane. See, mine's between the juggernaut or the hammer. The hammer. Oh my god, so good. One of my favorite weird pictures. I love like a weird picture. Is like, there's a picture on the set, uh, from the set of of them all together. It just look without content or caption. It looks really weird. And a really odd, strange, weird thing about 13 Ghosts is when they were filming, um, they were filming on the day of 9-11. So, yeah, they were filming on the day of 9-11. So there was like a weird kind of like, everyone's got their kind of thing and this whole thing's kind of infecting the set because they're like, there's this news happening and they're trying to do an execute. So like they said, like I saw in the extras, like it's like a really weird day but you're doing this this creepy thing and it's creepiness is happening in the real world. So it's very, very odd. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's a weird thing to, to know about that. But um oh my god, bro, I just remembered the fog. Oh, oh Tom oh, oh boy, Tom Wellen. Oh, Tom, was, oh, Tom, we love you though. We love Tom, you. Tom, I remember though. my love for Tom, but but <sighs> six, six mate. Six sheep by dozen, just Ooh. saying. Hey, Chippy hey, Dustin was, was a good film, shut up. It was, it was. It was, oh, actually. The Fog, 2005. Uh, not a dark, not, 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 a, not a dark castle. But no, it's a start staying in history. Yeah, it was, it's in the same brand as like, from what was put in place, there was a lot of round remakes, redos, rebrands. And The Fog is one of them. And um, I'm, I'm just going to say this, uh, avoid. Um, <laughs> avoid. I love Tom Welling. I really do. I have nothing but love for him. I would. I, would well, I dare you to day. watch and enjoy. I dare you. Enjoyment, you you can't with the fog. Hey, you, you just you the effects are cagey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's not, not, watch the original. The original, and I'm biased, yes, because the fog is also one of my favorites. I literally have a, a, a fog like cup um i absolutely adore the fog and i love john carpenter even though sometimes he has missteps which one vampires what i'll go some mars oh now what which, which, oh which one's worse that's the question i have a well isn't there, isn't there like isn't there a ball <laughs> in, in in one of those in um Danny Danny or Daniel or Daniel. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Which one's William? Is William okay? Is William the one that was with Claudia Schiff? Not Claudia Schiffer. Um, wow. what was that model? There was a film he did about model. Oh, you mean Sydney Crawford? That's the one. That's William. That's William Bolden, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. They, okay, they okay, okay, okay. Now we can establish this. We can got this. We got this. Okay. okay. So okay. Right. So Alec Baldwin is Beetlejuice. Um, what? Thirty Rock. Hey? That's Alec Baldwin, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I was like, no, I was like, he is Beetlejuice. No, he was in Beetlejuice. He was, he was. He was. He was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's Alec Baldwin of him and yeah. his 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 really his really good um, Donald Trump impression. Where does so, so wait? Okay, so Stephen Baldwin is the usual yeah. suspects. Yes, yeah. his only good role. Okay, William Baldwin is the Cindy Crawford one. So where's no. Adam Fit? No, 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 no. You're correct. What? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Oh, it is. Where's okay. Adam, so where's Adam Fit? Who's Adam? Who's Adam? Adam, Adam Baldwin from. He's not. He's, he's not a Baldwin. He's not a Baldwin. So what? He's not. He's not. He's, he's a Baldwin, but he's not a Baldwin. Baldwin. So, no. So what? He, uh, what do you mean he's not a Baldwin? As in what? Jamie Foxx. Okay. He's, Firefly, right? as, in, as in Firefly. Yeah. As in Jay- Firefly. As in Firefly. Yeah. Independence Day. Ooh, yeah. Chuck. He's not he's a Baldwin. Not Baldwin. He's a Baldwin, but not a Baldwin. Baldwin. He's a Baldwin. He's not a Baldwin. Baldwin. He's not a Baldwin. Baldwin. He's a Baldwin. Baldwin. Wait, no, Baldwin? Uh, no, Baldwin. No, wait, he's a... Baldwin. This is, this is not a bit. What? He's not a Baldwin. Baldwin. He's a he's a, he's a Baldwin. He's a Baldwin, but not a Baldwin. Baldwin. Okay, I'm getting tired of saying Baldwin now. <laughs> but he's a Baldwin, but not a Baldwin. Baldwin. How has it taken to 2022 for me to find this out? Because there are a lot of Baldwins out there. Like, like, like. No, but I thought it was one of the. I, you know, I thought we established that, like, you know, Alec is the head Baldwin in charge, the HBIC, if you will, right? <laughs> But the HBIC. <laughs> he's the HBIC, yeah? Yeah, he's like he's like he's like old man Arquette. I just thought like then like in terms of ability, Adam's next, but then you tell me Adam's the next. Do you do you do you, do you think like like the, 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 the Hollywood families are like, like, like the equivalent to like the Avengers or the X Men in certain times or like the so like the Baldwin's are like oh no, I'll call, I'll, I'll I mean, call... you've got like you know, the Arquettes. The Arquettes May Alexis always Oh, oh uh, okay, okay. Oh, the Wayans are definitely the Avengers. There's a lot of them. Let's be honest. There's a lot of Wayans. There's a lot of Wayans. There's a lot. They, they, they. Mars made a big research recently as well. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm seeing Marlon. I'm seeing it in my brain again. I've, I feel like I'm seeing Marlon Wayne's everywhere. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of it. I think like, apparently his stand up is really good. Like his, his, his most recent stand up is like, like hitting yeah. different. But, uh, but, yeah. There's, there's but I think, I, yeah, but I think, uh, I think because he was in the Will Smith, the Will Smith, the um, Fresh Prince series that came out, he played like, yeah. Um, yeah. and apparently his performance was really good. Yes, that I've actually seen parts of that series. That actually is pretty good. Mm. Okay. Oh my god. That's blown my whole mind. My whole mind. <laughs> but funny enough, the Baldwin that is in Vampires is Daniel Baldwin. Oh, okay, it's Daniel Baldwin. Yeah. He was quite. He, he was quite. He was quite close to. Um. But they all look kind of similar in, in the weird. It looks like an extra from The Sopranos. Like, <laughs> but like eating. Like you always see him with like chicken palm, like, in the background. Yeah, he's, uh, he would definitely be called like Joey. Yeah, 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 hey, gotta do. Like you'll say something in the background, like, "Oh, okay, he got his money for the day. Cool." Back probably, to vampires. He's the one. He's the one who'll get. Who'll get? Who'll get like um, curb stomped at the end of the season? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. definitely. Like, go, go, I know. I can't think of it though. Vampires. When you think about that film now, mm-hmm. what was James Woods' issue with that? Because that man was just a straight up again. Face. I'm telling you, he, he. I feel like he. I feel like he was doing. He was doing it Edward Norton. He didn't want to be there, but he needed the paycheck. I feel like he just blended into leather jacket. He didn't. <laughs> From the start of that film, the guy had the ultimate screw face, yeah, and there was no reason for it. He was just pissed right the whole time. It was method. He was being, it was his method. Let's be real. Thomas Ian Griffin was the best part of that whole film. No, to be fair, I think the line that sticks out in my head was James was saying to the priest, no, was it? No, it wasn't to the priest, to the vampire. He goes, I remember he said something to the, no, that's it. He had, in fact, he says, after 600 years, how's that dick of yours? Is it still working? Then tries to oh. put a step through his head. So pretty um, much thumbs oh. up the film. The film. Yeah, I've only watched that film once. I can't con- I recall any situation in that film other than him like, bullying the priest. For, for I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, it's like extreme short-term data. Um, I remember the beginning, barely. And let's see where that. I... I love John Carpenter, but sometimes, like when he, but the thing is with John Carpenter is when he hits, he hits. And when like, he hits, he, he does go somewhere. And when he misses, it's it's way off. Like, nope, it's Ghost of Mars. Way per- Ghost of Mars was perfect. We talking about? It had well, Jason Statham. It had <laughs> Ice Cube. <laughs> it had Kadival. My stomach hurt. It and had... the chicks one again species, didn't it? Blondie. Poor man's Terry Crews. Like I said, when John Hispanic I guy. Love... Sorry, what? I love John <laughs> Renter Hispanic guy. Um when John Carpenter hits, he splits the board. So the thing splits the board. Prince of Darkness splits the board. And Sometimes he's so good, other films get you forget how good they are. Because that happened with Prince of Darkness, you forget how good it is. You go, go this was actually bloody excellent. And Donald Pleasant was fantastic in it. So good. The fog. Oh, and you haven't seen the fog yet, have you, bro? No, I thought, I thought Prince of Darkness was the fog. But apparently, it wasn't. Next time you come over, we, we must watch The Fog. Which is fairly good. Sorry, fairly enjoyable. Um, the Fog hits. Hits upon hits upon hits. Ooh. And like, it's it's. Like, put it in context, like, the thing is still being discussed about the ending to this day. The thing? Really? Get yeah. it? Okay, fact, okay, the fact of the matter oh. is this. Okay. Kurt Russell was not the thing. 
Keith David, what's the thing? This is, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, pe- I agree. Uh, there are others who will say otherwise. Yeah, people, I pe- agree with Bruv. People, I agree. Because people that... bring up the fact that when Kurt Russell tests his blood, you don't know if it's actually his blood he's testing. When he goes, I know. I, which is true. Which is true. Yeah. But, like, if you look at the last conversation, there's a theory that when he gives the drink to, what's this, to Keith Davis' character, it's but not... it's not alcohol. It's yeah. actually, uh, like, gasoline. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then you notice, if you notice, he, Keith, um, um, Keith doesn't have any breath. breath. So, yeah. 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, but then the, then Keith was like, oh, the, um, that's because there was something to do with the weird filming or something. So it's mm. like, that wasn't deliberate. I'm like, mm. don't make, don't look. Don't weird. ruin don't it. Make, don't, don't ruin it. But, but, but I think... it's, it's a mark of how good that film mm. is. And I, I saw a really good breakdown of it where it's like, parts of that film should not work. And actually, once again, when the thing came out, it didn't do well. It's mm. become this thing that's amazing where it's like, this is a masterclass in tension, execution, and paranoia. Because even you're like, who is that? Is that like there's times which I'm like, I know it enough now to know. But when you first watch it, like, oh, so the dog went in that room. Who was in the room? Was it that one? Was it that one? When, when did that? When did he get turned? I don't. And it's the you're you're starting to go. I don't even know to trust anymore because, mm. and that's it's a masterclass in it and. The soundtrack is, is is fantastic. That's another thing that John Coppett is really good at is soundtracks, and he's music. He's a great composer. He's an awesome, fantastic yeah. composer. Like I still say, like like Precinct Thirteen, Love I Hate Life, and his soundtrack. The soundtrack was awesome. Oh god, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And like even like, and the thing is, I've got to say, I think there is actually a level of consistency. Let me explain with John Carpenter. It's not that it's like bad, good, bad, good. Sometimes it's like ah, there's like drop offs, like. Christine is a really good John Carpenter film. It is a absolutely brilliant John Carpenter does Stephen King. And if you know enough about Stephen King, not all of his stories are strong enough to hold up to certain direction. So in my opinion, as someone who's read Christine a hell of a lot and has read a lot of Stephen King and is a big Stephen King fan, but I know his issues very well. Christine was not a strong book. But he took the best out of that and made it into a good film. And the soundtrack on that is, is fantastic. I've even seen them redo a soundtrack and redo it recently. And it still was brilliant. And it's even better with, with, with these ears. So that's my John Carpenter rant, which I'll be happy to do another time for other John Carpenter films that we cover in future. But he doesn't do that, he doesn't do that Val Kilmer thing, you know, where it's like one good film and then five bad films. Yeah. Okay, okay. He's been more consistent than that. Don't ask me to name him. I'm not gonna tell you. He because you not, no, no. I want to. I don't want to. And also, you know, shout out to Al Kilmer because I know he's going for a tough time battling mm. everything, and it's really sad he's not gonna be in Willow, the the, the TV series, because mm. I would I miss him as Mad Mike, and but we we can't escape the fact that it took us a long time to get to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and that was worth it. That was worth right. it. But he, it took was, a long he was time. he he was Kit in the remake of Sniper. Oh. oh god, he was, wasn't he? He really was. Don't piss me off, man. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I tried to erase that from memory. Yeah. Oh. The Night remake wasn't that bad. Wasn't oh. that good, but it wasn't that bad. No. And apparently, I know the Hasselhoff wants to bring it uh, to the big screen. 
Oh. Why? In a remake. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's nearly Christmas. Haven't you got Germany to go and do for Christmas time? What are you doing? You you have to sing. Go back. We, go we, there and we sing. You can't get there. You can't drive. Well, remember, the original concept, well, I can't say the original concept, one of the remake ideas that was floating around, which, don't get me wrong, I love the guys who wanted to do the voice, but as Kit, no. They wanted Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down to do Kit, which I'm sorry, I just can't picture That's... that voice being a Kit. I, do you know no. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to lie, I don't know why this thought frame came in my head, but when you were about to say, I had a bad feeling when I see someone like Ja Rule, but I don't know oh, why. Hell. I don't what? know why I went there. I, I, I'm concerned for my for my sanity right now because I literally thought black rapper and I thought Ja Rule. And I don't know why oh, that was the first. Ja? Yeah, five fest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you've gone to a different kind of horror, but let's get back to the other horror that's not Ja Rule. No, I, they toyed with the idea of uh, Danny McBride's kit, and as for Carr, when I heard who they wanted, I went, "This can work." Kiefer Sutherland. Hmm. Actually, that could work. That could work. Yeah, he has, yeah, he has got he has got quite a naturally evil voice. That could work. <laughs> that could work. He's been evil since David. So in um in Lost Boys. So that could that could definitely work. Big up Lost um, Boys. Recently rewatched that as well. Still holds up really well. Have you guys rewatched The Faculty recently? No. no. Oh it's my god. It still stands up. It still Good. stands up. Oh. The faculty, you know, Kevin Williamson tried out a team before Scream. Honestly, the faculty, I think, oh, yeah, he wrote it and it was a Robert, Robert Rodriguez who directed it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely still stands up. I'd still recommend it. Do, Once you, again, it's do you remember the poor man's version of that disturbing behavior? Oh, Scott Martin. Do you know, I, do you know I love that movie? <laughs> yeah, I thought you did. I can't it was, like, it was, it was all, yeah, it was, it was, it was it had, had Marsden, it had, um, Katie Holmes. Yep, yep, it did, they did. It was like the weird teen fixation. The reason I like this dumb behavior is not because it's faculty adjacent, it's because it's Stefan wife adjacent. It is, I, yeah. I have a, I have a real, like, I have a real appreciation for Stepford Wives, um, the book and the like original because i just find i think it's, it's a thing that i watched where have you ever watched the thing where you watch it at an age and you get it but the older you get and you watch it again it gets more terrifying the exorcist for real yeah wow i really hey, big man. oh god big man Please, yeah. tell us why. no because you know for years I've, I've just watched the exorcist and just taking it taking it as a film but only until I think the last three years, and it's pretty funny actually, it was my birthday. Mm. And this guy show a film usually for most horrors around like 10 o'clock. Mm. But for some reason, this was shown at five past one in the morning. I thought this is a bit odd for Sky being this at this time. And it's, it's a rarity that Sky even puts a warning before a film starts anyway. But they just flooded this so following film contains this. this, this. Well, hang on a second. It's after one in the morning, and you're coming out with this now? But I thought, you know what? It's been years since I've watched it. Let me rewatch it. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I suffer from sleep deprivation on most days, but I did not sleep that night after watching that version of The Exorcist because there was, scene, there was things which I don't recall appearing. I mean, obviously, everyone remembers... Uh, what's his name again? 
God, how can I forget the name of the damn the female? Uh, Laz- uh, Pazuzu. Yeah. yeah. A pit flashing. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't recall seeing that version before, but when I recently watched it, it was appearing, and my heart rate is bumping. I thought this is not normal. I can tell you what's happened because Exist over here was actually heavily edited. Yeah, like part of the whole like it's one of the uh, the hangovers from the whole eighties video nasties act yeah. of the eighties. So a lot of uh, films over here were heavily edited. Uh, the Exist is one of them, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't one point wasn't even shown over here. Yeah. Um, what happened is, because I actually saw this in the cinema, is they basically uh, redid it, brought back in footage, but at the same time, they managed to get hold of new footage yeah. and incorporate it back into the whole thing. So you got like an extended Exorcist cut, which I saw in the cinema on a date. And I was genuinely like, this is terrifying. Is that the Spider War sequence as well? Yeah. yeah. The only thing that helped is that I saw Halloween H2 right after it, and I felt fine. <laughs> <laughs> God, that film sucks. Comedy, I get it. What's that, bruv? God, that film sucked. Oh my god. I was thinking about that film the other day as well. H two. No, no, no. no. What? 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 We're gonna try and tell me what? No. Although (laughs) although H twenty sucks, right? Yeah. You cannot tell me. Yeah, having Michael go one on one with Buster Rhymes Day was better. I was entertained. This is true. (laughs) This is true. I was entertained. Like. This is true. I'm. I was not entertained with H two O. This is true. This is true. Most I remember H two O was some part where Michael's dangling off some roof and jumping behind Laurie, and I thought, "How the hell you managed to do that with your hefty self?" Yeah, okay, no one I'm, I'm sorry. Like in, in this day and age now, after watching Halloween Kills, where he was literally dead to rights, and yet he was able to get up and get, the man's like sixty something years old now, right? And he's still be able to. No, sorry, don't talk to me about that shirt now. I'm done. Not a clear, <laughs> I've done. I'm done. That man. That man must be the walking. The fact that he's been standing in that same spot in Halloween, in the first Halloween or the second Halloween, whatever it is now, technically, and and he hasn't moved from that spot for ages, and like he's got arthritis somewhere in his body. He is arthritis. Yeah, I'm, 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 back, tall muscle, Sutton. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That, mm, nothing surprised mm. me anymore. My, my man probably invented parkour. Doesn't check a channel. It was him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that, that went deep. Uh, Oh, but br- bruv, so do you have a, a horror movie like that where, like, as you watched it later on, as you got older, it gets creepier? Nightmare on Elm Street. For real? Because your memory says you made you made me watch it when I was like two years old. This is this, this is true. So um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, think- as I've gone older, I've kind of understood what it was about and understand why I was freak- freaks out in the first place. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I did that. Uh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, mine was Deadly Wives because uh-huh. uh, I watched it young. And didn't mm-hmm. didn't fully grasp it, but knew it unnerved me. Watched it, just I've watched it like a point. I actually watched it two months ago. My friend Sasha, and I was terrified because it's the whole thing of like taking you as a woman and taking only the best of you, and then taking the parts of you that, that someone else, and they just make it like hyper, and it's and then you're scooped out and that kills you that is fucking terrifying to me it's like absolutely like it just is like oh my god and just having like this whole thing where the, the that's what they just do and at the end just seeing her at in the supermarket as the robot just doing the shopping and this haunting music it's just like 
Oh my! It it just it genuinely terrifies me. Like you know, there's one more title I'd like to add to that list, and oh, it's that? not even horror; it's more of a psychological horror. Sorry, and that whether whether happened to Baby Jane. Oh, that's creepy. That's the thing. a lot of those. That's the thing. If you, I, I would say, like people do not dismiss black and white, and do not dismiss like um, horror from from other places because you go on a ride and. Like black and white, because they had to do a lot of things under like code and stuff. They got a lot of insidious shit mm. through that, and because it's black and white, you think, "Oh, it's not that bad." My, nah, I've, some of the worst shit I've seen or is on my brain is I saw in black and white. And whatever happened to Baby Jane is creepy because Betty Davis and Joan Crawford are absolutely batshit, yeah. and they're brilliant, but they're batshit. And how they hate each other so much in real life at that point, it just it comes from the screen. In in my humble opinion, of course. But um, yeah, that, interesting insight there. I did not know the Exorcist. I mean, brother, I, I know about Nightmare on Elm Street, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. I was a young kid. I, I didn't I didn't know you better. And um, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I just I just because I just thought I would have a little chat about the recent, and I like I like that we're getting things like the sadness. I mean, the sadness is not my thing. Uh, if you like gore, the sadness and terrifier too, go for it with my blessings. Go, <laughs> have a good time, knock yourself out. But you know, barbarian, and there's just there's so much good stuff out there. And I think I'm reminded of like what Park Wu said when he won the Oscar for Parasite, that if you look past the the few moments, the just just if you can let yourself get invested in those two that that little inches on the beneath the screen you open yourself up to a whole new world and there's so much great stuff out of korea australia the uk you know that, that's coming out and i'd hate for people to kind of be like if it doesn't hit this kind of um you know these requirements then it's either not good there's some amazing stuff coming out of everywhere and we have more access to it now so if you are a horror fan and you love it and from the gory to the to the thriller to you know, and it doesn't have to be traumatic. Um, I have to give a shout out to Ethan Hawke on um on the, for the black phone because awesome. that was good. He's awesome in that, so but also he didn't feel the need to terrify the kids into this bullshit of method, which does my head in. Um, I like the fact that he was like comfortable, like in that Elijah Wood way of being comfortable doing horror, to to do that and in, engage in the character and bring something generally quite terrifying to the screen without having to make the lives of his co-hosts hell. Look at you, Jared Leto. <laughs> but, um, What's yeah. Sorry, what? Are you for real? I mean, he, he, he's another one I like to add. Has done some quality bangers over the last few years. I mean, but... is that before the cult or after the cult? Probably during. I mean, I'm talking post cult. I mean, <laughs> we, we all loved Morbius, right? He was an absolute master class. Whoa, whoa, making a lot of assumptions right there. Bro, uh, that's weird, like, reception. That's like, bruv, that's like weird issues. What's that happening? Are you okay? Is this an intervention? Is this where we end? I think we need to end the podcast right at this point. No, but you just heard my last words. I think it was a master class in shitness. Yeah? I didn't hear the shitness part. His shitness? To be fair, fair, we were talking over him a little bit. (laughs) He's also gaslighting us, big man. Never. (laughs) Not at all. You know, I'm a bro. Can you you again an Uber and go down and see Big Man? Because I think we need to. This is a cry for help. I mean, code. More, I like it. For real. <laughs> what's, what's that, Big Man? You saying what? What else do you like? 
I didn't say a word. I well, mean, that's getting, that's getting really bright. Maybe you should definitely end the podcast. <laughs> I think this is where we gonna end it because he's saying some disturbing words. Like, whew. Uh, also check out Wendell Wild and uh, Nope and Pearl and X and okay, I'm gonna stop doing the list of 2022 because it's just so damn good. So mm-hmm. just check out some stuff. But thank you for listening uh, to us. And if you'd like to. Don't know, suggest some topics you want us to cover, just reach out for feedback. You can email us at sentudesadventures at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram at messed up pod. I would ask him, man, but I'm scared. Bruv, what's your socials? Which one? Me. Yeah, you. Okay, yeah, cool. you <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's a big man. I was like, oh, oh, me? All right, cool. Uh, no. <clears throat> sorry. You can find me on YouTube <laughs> on the instant classic underscore kb you can also find me on tiktok twitch and instagram under instant classic underscore gaming also he just did a a, just just did a um reaction to cocaine bear cocaine bear we we live in the timeline of cocaine bear cocaine bear (laughs) big man what's your socials cocaine bear oh sorry sorry big man big man at (laughs) morpheus.com No, no, uh, all jokes aside, you can find me on Insta at Mr. Underscore Roberts underscore V1 and finally on Twitter at War3782. I like to use this. Where can everyone find us? We, we did that. We just did that. We did we that. Came, yeah, came I know, I'm so sorry. I just, just had no. Oh, also, on. Twitter at and <laughs> Oh, to be fair, you, you didn't for say now. that. You didn't say I mean, that. You're right. Oh, I'm lost, but for now. Uh, until then, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for your time, your ears, and your laughter. And uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, soon. Take care. Keep yeah, later. Later on. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.